It's one of those great annual traditions, like the Super Bowl and Mardi Gras. Once a year, I get a letter from the church pension group about my retirement date. Now, mandatory retirement for clergy is 72. I was ordained when I was 25. I turn 39 next month. You do the math. I still have a long way to go. And yet every year that same letter comes. And though the date is far off, it is not as far as it once was. I've been around the church long enough now. I've seen the turnover. I've seen clergy retire, and I've seen new clergy get ordained. Believe it or not, I am not the young, hip priest anymore. If I ever was hip, I don't know. But this is the life cycle of the church. Every year, every priest gets the same letter telling us when we have to hang it up. There's this similar feeling in that wonderful Old Testament lesson about Elijah, Elisha, and the chariots of fire. This takes place about 800 years before Jesus. Now, Elijah is the wise old prophet, and Elisha is the young up-and-comer. I know it does not help that their names are so similar. Anyway, Elijah and Elisha are walking out into the wilderness, and you get this looming sense of departure— Twice, Elisha hears that the Lord is about to take his master away. There's no stopping it. Now, the old prophet, Elijah, takes his mantle, that's like his scarf, strikes the Jordan River, and they walk across it on dry ground. Remember, anytime the people of God come across a body of water in the Bible, something big is going to happen. And this is where that phrase, the mantle of leadership, comes from. But you can tell that Elisha is not yet ready for his master to leave him. Elisha asks for a double portion of Elijah's spirit. Now, that's not twice as much as we think it. No, say a father had three sons. He would divvy up his property into four shares, and the firstborn son would get two shares, a double portion. So Elisha is asking for Elijah's spirit, certainly, but only a fraction of it. And then in this magnificent scene, down comes a fiery whirlwind from heaven, and Elisha cries out, Father, Father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen, and Elijah is whisked away. This should ring a bell. You know the old spiritual, swing low, sweet chariot, the movie, Chariots of Fire. And while all that is interesting, it's not the heart of the story. No, this story is about the changing of the generations. The mandatory retirement date for Elijah has come. And the prophet who was once the student must now become the master. The mantle of authority is passed down. This is a story about turning over what we hold most dear, and that is our influence. This also helps us think through our current cultural moment. Some demographers are calling this year Peak 65. Each day in 2024, 12,000 Americans will turn 65. 
That's the highest rate it's ever been. Father, father, the chariots of baby boomers and their 401ks. It's also something that we're living through at Trinity Church. My predecessor, Susan Kennard, retired. I have to pick up her mantle. It's happening at the organ bench. We had one organist for so long, and now we are looking for a new one. I sense it in our leadership as the next generation picks up their mantle of leadership. We stand at a very delicate time here. It's like we've all just crossed the Jordan, Elijah and Elisha together, and we're not quite sure what will happen next. So the first thing I have to say to those who are as Elijah is that we are profoundly grateful. We know your stories. You have been with this church through transitions, through hurricanes, a pandemic, the ups and downs of life. Those who are Elisha among us still have much to learn. We don't want you to go anywhere. We need you to teach us. The second thing I have to say is to those who are as Elisha, that we are incredibly hopeful, hopeful that you will follow in the same spirit to take up your mantle of leadership, to have just a measure of the diligence and faithfulness of those who came before. Because at the end of the day, that mandatory retirement letter is coming for all of us. No one of us will be here forever. One day, not a single one of us will be a member of Trinity Church The chariots of fire will have taken all of us away. And yet we hope and pray that our children and their children and their children will still follow the ways of Jesus. Because the church is not contingent upon any one leader or generation. Elijah is taken up in chariots of fire. Eventually, Elisha is also buried. And yet the people of God go on. Jesus talks about it too when he's transfigured into dazzling array on the mountaintop. Even Jesus one day will depart from his disciples and it will be up to his followers and their followers and their followers all through the generations to us to carry on this work. It's what I call the conveyor belt of life. It just keeps moving. And for you, it could be at church, in your family, or at work. Things are always passed on and taken up. So mostly what I want to say is this. It's not about young and old. It's not about one generation against another. It's not about the wisdom of Elijah or the youthfulness of Elisha. No, it's about the spirit of the living God that is in each human heart. It's about all of us, regardless of who we are or when those chariots of fire are coming for us. It's that we are one body, committed to the Lord God and to each other, regardless of age or experience. You've heard me say it before, one of the real gifts of the church is that we are an intergenerational community. Everywhere else in the world, we get divvied up based on the accident of when we were born. Not so here. Alike. We all approach God's holy table to receive grace. Alike. 
We will gather this Ash Wednesday and get ashes on our foreheads from the smallest infant to the oldest person among us. Each of us will encounter our own mortality. Elijah should not be bitter about it. Elisha should not think they are free from it. Maybe this is all a way of saying that theologically, we're probably not as important as we think we are. It's a lesson in humility. Elijah to Elisha, Jesus to Peter and James and John, one generation to another. I've seen this change in myself. When I was that young priest, I would sit in the front row at clergy conference thinking that I knew everything. Now I sit in the back row like those two old guys in the Muppets and shake my head at all the young priests who think they know everything. But now, after having read this story again, I realize that I've been wrong in both those ways. What I'm learning again is the lesson in humility, because I actually know very little, and I'm not nearly as important as I think I should be. And one day, the chariots of fire will come for me. So what will remain is God. And maybe it's because that date on that mandatory retirement letter keeps getting closer. Maybe it's because I'm pushing 40. But I find this to be completely liberating. I'm free to learn, free to grow, free to follow Jesus wherever that may take me. Though I am no Elijah, this is what I hope to pass on today. Use whatever time you have to build up the kingdom of God to serve Christ as Christ has served you, to love your neighbors as yourself, whether you think those chariots of fire are a long way off or whether you can see them coming around the corner is not relevant. What is relevant is what you do until then. Amen.